Welcome back to the Vision Carriers Podcast, episode 11. We have Jeremy and Hunter here, and our guest is Andre Yakushenko. Hey, hey, guys. Awesome. Yakushenko. Is it Yakushenko? Okay, okay, okay. All right, let's get into it. here today like ryan just said a few seconds ago um this was kind of a last minute we got him to hop on jeremy was just talking a second ago he's like he had to convince him the other day but um andre (laughs) has excited yeah (laughs) andre has a really cool story of just uh his time in ukraine growing up there and then him coming to the u.s his awesome family that we all know and love here so we just wanted to get on and share about his life so we're talking through just different uh things we were looking to do for the podcast and Ryan actually mentioned uh, Andre, and we're like, man, that would—that's so timely. Like your family is just like an awesome family here at Neo, and uh, just obviously everything going on. A lot of a lot of people don't know what to think of everything going on over in Ukraine right now, and so um, Andre's family is from—he's uh, from Ukraine, and um, his wife. So it's just kind of cool to be able to get a fresh approach, like what's going on over there, and just to honestly hear your story because your story is awesome. Just you know, just. Be another country. I could not, I don't, I can't, like, being bilingual is just bizarre to me. Like, my mind cannot think in another language. Yeah. So, it's not that, easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's not easy. Well, yeah, you're kind of like, are you always like thinking in both languages? Not anymore. I used to, I used to translate in my head. I was uh, behind seconds, <laughs> yeah. seconds yeah. behind. Yeah. <laughs> but you have to, you have to, uh, you have to think straight in the language that you are actually communicating sure here's a question what do you dream in do you dream in english or do you <laughs> uh, to be honest uh, it, it's in, in english now when you're angry <laughs> it's different it i try out. not to be angry but <laughs> you know that's that's funny yeah that's funny. okay can um in, in ukraine can you say uh hunter needs to stop wearing carhartt shirts i'm just kidding i'm just kidding <laughs> How does that translate? Yeah. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I mean, we wanted to just hear a little bit about your early life. So, like, um, people, I guess a lot of people, like, know we have Ukrainian families in our church because of all the stuff that just happened um, with collecting and stuff, which was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was pretty um, cool. That was so awesome. I mean, how many trucks did we end up getting that day? Like, was it your father-in-law's, like, whole van, and then you guys had to come back a second time? We were able to fill, yeah. uh, fill in two, two full containers. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. I mean, that was yeah. awesome. That's so awesome. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that so, was yeah, a big help. That's that's so cool that um, uh, people were able to hop in and help with that. So what was your uh, early life like, time in Ukraine? And then, like Jeremy said, your transition to the U.S. was pretty, yeah, that's pretty, pretty awesome. Cool. So whatever you want to share, go for it. Uh, I don't know where to start. <laughs> where to start. Where to start. <laughs> Um, well, um, back in Ukraine, I had a great life. I mean, while I was uh, I was a kid, finished at the school. I finished at, um, um, two colleges. Actually, got the doctor degree. <laughs> I actually well. heard that one day. Andre's a doctor. Did you know that? Yeah. That well, is amazing. <laughs> it's like the plan was to stay in that country. And uh, back yeah. in 1998, I um, we went to England for half a year, and then I discovered a different life different life of the um Ukraine is great country it's beautiful it's everything was great but at the same time um the country was way too corrupt with those previous presidents yeah and when you try try something else it's um 
it's different. I mean, y- sure. you kind of winning towards the better. Yeah. And uh, um, that was 1988. Then I finished it uh, second, like a doctorate degree, I finished it. And then uh, America opened up for me. And when I came to America, I said, I'm going to try my best uh, to stay here, to do the transition. But at the same time, I mean, came coming here, you're nobody. I mean, if you were... That's wild. Yeah. If you were, I had people, they were um, like, I don't know, principals and uh, the factories. I mean, not principals, but uh, main guys. Like, like bosses or general, managers. Uh, yeah. General bosses, yeah. And they came here, what, cleaning? Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. And for me, I mean, it was a similar situation. I had to work like for 33 cents an hour for three and a half months. Wow. Wow, uh, 33, you, uh, 33 cents an hour? It was a flat rate, uh, 500 bucks a month. Yeah. But they promised it eight hours, maximum 10, and they kept us uh, oh, minimum, man. I think it was 12, but usually like 15 to 18 hours wow. a day. Did wow. you know anybody when you came the first, like no. originally? Wow. No. So you came no. to America, that's, you didn't know anybody. That's no. incredible. I mean, yeah. I, like, I went to college and didn't know a single <laughs> soul. That's like coming to a new country. So yeah. you... You knew some English because you ended up going over to, to Great Britain or to England. We we studied English in school slightly, uh, different uh, accent That's in right. Britain. Yeah, That's right. Different, completely different accent, completely different accent. When I came after the Britain, Britain over here, I had to change. I mean, no one would understand me like, for <laughs> yeah. at least Were a you year. saying fish and chips and like, yeah, all yeah. kinds of weird stuff? Like, he's, he's sitting there saying he wants like chips or something or afternoon tea, and they're like, <laughs> like wait, well, I don't do that here, man. Fries? Want a burger want? and go to the Browns game. <laughs> oh, no, that's, that's cool. Yeah, at least a year, no one would understand me. Yeah, so how, how old were you in all this, uh, like when you started to transition to the U.S.? How old? Yeah. Uh, I think I came. Uh, well, you're um, out of college. You're co- college age, roughly. So? Well, I finished the college. Okay. Then I finished the uh, uh, magistery. Like magistery, right? What do you call it? Um, the first? Oh, masters. Ma- no, yeah, yeah masters. Yep. Yeah, and then the doctors. And wow. After we finished the doctors, I was, I mean, out of the uh, college anymore. And then the documents came over to U.S. And I'm like, and you have to be a student again. <laughs> oh, so in man. Ukraine, it, it's easy. You just. Uh, uh, you go back to college, you pay, you are back in a, uh, on a certain level. Yeah. And as soon as you are a student, you can come here. So how, how okay, so you over in Ukraine, you were a doctor, and then you come over here. How, working for 33 cents an hour, like how humbling. Well, Was there a time where you're like, forget this, um, I got to figure out something different? No. Um, while I was in Ukraine, while I was waiting for the documents, I was already working for IRS. It's over a year time I was working for that company. I used to have like uh, people comment to me, can I come in? Yeah. I'm busy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but for clarification, that was the IRS for Ukraine, yes, not, not yes, the IRS yes, here in the United States. IRS for Ukraine. It's, uh, we checked the government's money, not the, pri- uh, not the private people, mm-hmm. government's yeah. money. Wow. But um, coming here... Um, it was a big difference, but at the same time, I uh, after I tried uh, Britain, I said, there is no way I'm going back. Really? Wow. It was not bad in Ukraine. It was good, but it, there is a lot more opportunity. You can have a more opportunity over here because it, it's different. Yeah. yeah. It's different, yeah. That's so cool. you were, you worked for the IRS, you had your doctor's degree, and then you're also a lawyer, correct? 
I finished the college. Uh, the college I finished as a lawyer, and I, ha- I had to. I was a lawyer. Um, I didn't practice the lawyer. Okay. But I had the documents. I had everything, and I, I was working as an IRS, and as a secondary job, I was uh, uh, with the documents. Wow. Okay. And you come over here making thirty three <laughs> cents yeah. an yeah. hour. Yeah, that's insane. That that's is awesome, though. That you were able that's to a story and a half to be able to like on the farm. Yeah. To see to see like that far into the future and go. There's opportunity. There's. I need to be able to make it here somehow, some way. Like, yeah, that takes guts. I mean, that's. So, where, what part of uh, Ukraine did you live in for people? Uh, northeast. Northeast. It's northeast. We are about twenty five minutes away. Uh, from Russia. Okay, so you're wow. like where you grew up. Like, do you, you, st- you still have family in Ukraine? My closest family are all, all here. Yeah, that's, 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 that's a really yeah, cool to see that. That's they've, great. That's yeah, a come over. Yeah. My parents still live with me, but at the same time, I mean, I still have uh, like a secondary family and I yeah. have a bunch of friends there. So how, how long after did your parents come over and like all that, like after you came? Um. Or did they come with you? Or? No, they did not. Uh, I came in 2001, and they came uh, first time they were able to come here in 2012. Wow. wow. Yeah. Did you ever go back and visit? Or twice. twice. I went there twice, 2005 uh, winter and 2010 winter. 2005, the country was growing. Mm-hmm. Um, 2010, I think after the last uh, revolution in the country, like it was Orange Revolution, the country is corrupt, okay? Um, the previous presidents we had, all of them were um, way, way too corrupt. And the second time I came and I, and I said, I'm not, I don't want to go. It's, yeah. it's, it's a good place to go, but at the yeah. same time, I want to build my life over here. Could sure. you, um, you know, obviously just history shows, you know, Russia and Ukraine's been having conflicts for quite a while. Did you experience a lot of that? Did you see constant conflict while you were there no not at all to be honest um i felt uh ukraine was a little behind it's a smaller country it used to be republic of ussr and we were a little behind with the uh television and we had all the time we had like a russian channels you could feel you could feel that they are uh, working on your mentality what i would say oh, right. does uh, if I'm, correct me if I'm wrong, but don't Ukrainians people people speak Russian? Ukrainians they have their own language, Ukrainian, but it yeah. used to be USSR and it was all all spoke uh, Russian. Yeah. So pretty much all of them speak uh, two languages at wow. least at least two. And languages. then if there's people that are learning English as well, it's yes, like, definitely wow, three definitely. languages. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah, so we speak uh, trilingual. Well, yeah, they yeah, learn Spanish yeah, tri- for other yeah, tri- t- like yeah. think about it, if you go to like neighboring countries like Spain and German, there's so many languages that you kind of have to understand a little bit. And it's it's easy to um, to switch in your head once you get used to. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, we never had any issues with Russia from my point of view, but I know um, when they took off when I last time when I came in 2010, I went to Crimea. My sister used to live in Crimea, and um, I, f- I was watching the TV uh, while we were uh, at home, and I'm like, there is something wrong with that TV. It's like not like TV. There's something, something wrong with those channels. They, 
every morning uh, Russian channels they wake up with the uh, enemy number one USA the enemy number one is the number yeah. two is NATO wow. they're brainwashing like for so a lot years. of propaganda a lot of propaganda was working already in 2010 wow wow, wow. already so they kind of like started a long time ago a long time ago I would say even longer than that I never paid attention but at the same time I could feel it what it, year was it when they took uh, um, 2014. Yeah, that yeah, was Crimea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just shortly after that. Yep, yeah. Yep. Yep. That, that, and then it's now 2022, and everything that's going on. Wow. Man. Oh man. Okay. So uh, we'll get back to all things going on in Ukraine here in a little bit. But um, how did you meet Victoria? Because oh you got, yeah, let's you got, yeah. I was like, man, you I, got a cool family. I kinda, man, I um, know a little bit about this. One. Yeah, it's been it's been really fun. I know, like. Um, love at first sight. Your, your, wife's, your wife's been a help with camps in the past. Oh, you she's got two awesome. girls in youth group. And your both, family's cool, man. We love your family so much. A, Nikita's a firecracker, little guy. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So true. how did how did you meet her? And I, I actually talked to you one day. We were talking about how Christina was a NICU baby and kind of just oh, like, yeah, that's right. Oh. That, so. Yeah, yeah, so how'd you meet Victoria? Was that when you got to the U.S.? Was that somewhere in transition? What was that all like? I met her in 2000. Um, four uh yes end of 2004 basically uh i used to live in akron um i'm a roofer guy um i used to live in akron i had the uh, guys working with me and we rented an apartment one of my guys he was a professional uh chiropractor uh he came from ukraine to, yeah i don't know make some money over here he was a professional chiropractor and her mom Vicky, my, my wife's uh vicky uh mom she somehow found out about him and she decided to come over um, to do the therapy. I mean, he, that guy used to do that at home, like hour, hour and a half therapy mm -hmm. for 20 bucks. Wow. Yeah. So wow. everyone would come. Yeah. yeah. I was I was say, say, everyone would come to that. 20 Can I get his number? Yeah. He's still around. Yeah. 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 To, to our place and um, the story the long story short I mean the story that got in the history okay <laughs> well, yeah. that's in the history books <laughs> I was coming down the stairs and as soon as I saw her I, I fell from the stairs <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, man. that's, that's cool. the story but I think I slipped a little bit so then how, how long after that did you guys get married and then how long after that did you guys have kids have, have your your daughters and I mean, wait, your daughter, your oldest daughter is 15, right? Or 16? Well, um, as soon as so I shortly after, yeah, I saw her. I'm like, okay, that's well, I had to test at her a little bit, a little bit, and then I decided that's it, that's 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 it, I'm gonna stop on it. And uh, um, look at Andre making moves. He's, <laughs> he's like, he's like, I had to make a move, like, we're ready to go. Uh, yeah, and I think we got married in uh, August 28th, and I remember that date, okay. I remember the uh, anniversary anniversary date. There you go. Don't yeah. forget that ever. Yeah, she'll let you know. She'll, she'll, she'll be mad. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So basically, um, 2005 uh, August 28th. That was our date, and uh, we got. I mean, we went to the honeymoon, Poconos. Whoa! It was a great place. Um, <laughs> like the office. Christina, Christina, right? Yes. Christina, she came out actually, I'm not sure if you guys know, she came out premature. She came out, um, as far as I know, less than five months, like four and 
Yeah, wow. that is, that is premature. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, Holy no, moly! Yeah, we were talking yeah. about it one day because I was like, ours, our son was like six weeks. I'm like, Dude, this is like nothing compared to like yeah, Carson three or four six, months, five six months weeks early. early. Yeah, so he's saying like she was about halfway. Five months early. Seven, How much? I think 780 grams. What does that translate that's to? That's not a pound. It's uh, less than a pound. Less than a pound? Uh, no, no. It's, a, it's over oh. the pound. It's less than two pounds. Yeah. It's wow. less than two pounds. Less so than Christina could fit in your hand. Yep. Uh, she, yep. Exactly. Yep. Oh, she my heavens. Yeah. How, yeah. Like, that's a miracle. You would never know That's either. a miracle. Yeah, you would never know She now. was a miracle. Yeah. yeah. It that's was amazing. Yeah, you would never know, honestly, like you said. I mean, yeah. So what was that like? Like, what was all, like, that might have been scary. And... We, I mean, we were not ready. I yeah, mean, yeah. we did not have a room. We did not have anything. We, yeah. it, it was not ready at all. And uh, uh doctor said 50-50 survival chance. And then all of a sudden, within a week, doctor comes over and they say she has a, a heart since there is a, some kind of... Um, uh, channel wasn't opened properly or something like that they had to do this heart surgery and she's like the, the doctor is like again like another 50 50 chance Jeez of survival Louise. wow that's I crazy mean, yeah. yeah they it's, got stayed with us and we're good i mean i think she, when you have kids you always know there can be complications there can be you know when they're growing up but no one ever faces that no one's ever like wow we got a 50 percent shot of our kid living yeah um, that has to test your faith quite a bit. Yep, when you yeah. guys, uh, when you guys met, what was it like? Because she's from, uh, where's her family from? Are she is. It used to be USSR, and one of the republic used to call Moldova. Yeah. And then uh, Russia in 1993 took part of Moldova, similar as they did uh, in the Crimea. They took part of Moldova called Pridnistrovia, and she actually from. Vika, she was in the war back wow. that time. Huh. In, uh, in yeah. Pridnistrovia. I'm she, she I met a lot of her, her family, and it's like and like with Eric, Eric getting ready to go over and visit his dad and stuff in Albania. So I yeah, didn't know exactly yeah. where she was from. So, yeah, well, that's cool. Um, So then you had a couple, like a year or two later, right? You guys then have Veronica, and then how a little bit longer on was Nikita. So you guys got a full house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. You guys got a couple dogs, too, or at least one, right? One dog and a cat. One dog and a cat. You like cat both. Is, you like both. Cat, uh, almost big sizes like, as a dog. <laughs> yeah, your dog. Yeah, yeah. Little guy. You got a dog and a cat the same size. That's awesome. <laughs> no, that's so cool. So how did you guys uh, find Neo? I, I, You guys have been around since the middle school, which is cool. So you've been able to see the whole transition and everything. So when did you guys end up at Neo? Uh, yeah. I I mean, after I got married, we I had to move uh, in Cleveland. And um, we went to Ukrainian churches. Uh, we actually, we went to one church. We, we don't like ch change churches a lot. But um, that church uh, on a Broadview Road, they had like a, um, it, it was not enough room at the beginning. And at the same time, they had since we, me and my wife, we speak uh, mostly, we speak Russian. Yeah. And uh, um, it, they had like a, um, not like a barrier, but I mean, it, it, it actually it happened with the war uh, in 2014. We did not feel uh, that the Ukrainian has to be only Ukrainian because for us it, it's easier. Yeah. But uh, for, uh, part of the Ukrainian church in, on Broadview, they had only Ukrainian language supposed to be spoken. And we oh man, we had like a little bit. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was, they were pushing a little bit. And at the same time, we did not like uh, the way it was, um, not the service, that the way it was going or whatever. Yeah, sure. Yeah. We decided to try something else. 
we tried another church uh, for two years, and um, to be honest, um, it was it was great in the beginning, but then uh, we discovered that um, there is a Russian pastor. Actually, was not Ukrainian. He was um, he was not uh, not clear what to say. Actually, well, every time we. Um, it was not the uh, healthy church. I can say. I can there tell you this. Go. It yeah. was not the healthy. That's church. That's tough. You don't. You can't really see that from the outside. You know, you have to get into a church before yeah. you can see the health and just yeah. How that it church was really, 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 really bad. Really yeah, it's bad. tough. Yeah. That's tough. Um, actually, really quick to rewind just a second. What? what when did you uh, like come to Christ? When was that whole moment? Was that in Ukraine or was that? When you made it to the U.S., when did all that happen? Now that's a that's a big can of beans that yeah, can be big... open, but I feel like I feel like you've had a pretty interesting journey of life. So when was when did that become a part of it? Um, in Ukraine, I was completely opposite, completely opposite. We're talking about like day and night difference. I mean, yeah. I was completely against any any anything connected with with uh, Christianity. Wow, really. Completely. Wow. wow. Yes. Okay. I didn't know that. That's, yes. That's a, that's <laughs> yes. a 180, man. That's a 180. <laughs> that's... Um, when, I, uh, when I came in the U.S., I, I was in, uh, in Wisconsin on a farm for 33 cents an hour. Then I had to run away from that farm. Came here in, uh, um, in Akron. And one family, um, they helped me in the beginning to, because I had only 400 bucks in my pocket. Jeez. They helped me in the beginning just to um, get the job. Anyways, huh. the job was, they offered me three jobs, landscaping, I think. Um, then they offered me roofing construction, and they offered me cleaning at that time. And they chose, uh, they said that roofing is opportunity, bigger money, landscaping is uh, not bad money, but they, I didn't get yeah. any good Good offer uh, with the good jobs, different jobs, because I couldn't prove my uh, um, colleges and everything else. I mean, yeah, it's, it's different. Yeah. So you have to start from the, from the beginning. Wow. And they, they all only said they um, if you go, if you choose the roofing, those guys are Christians. They're going to take you, bring you to the church. And I said, well, I'm going to go roofing, but there is no way they're going to bring me to the church. <laughs> there is no way. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Little did you know. Yes. <laughs> uh, and to be honest, it didn't take long. I think it uh, it took less than uh, less than a month, maybe wow. maybe less than two months. I got you there. <laughs> that's we so had, cool um, how that yeah. happens, yeah. I didn't go uh, to the church, but... One time they invited me to the conference and we had like a preach, uh, Russian, I think he was Russian or Ukrainian guy, but he spoke Russian. Um, he was a, used to be a prisoner and he, um, he said his story and that story actually touched me badly. It was three and a half hours long story. Wow. Wow. Yes. Jeez, wow. That's that's wild. And, yeah, uh, that, that's how long we're hoping to go today. It's <laughs> <laughs> not. Yeah, I buckle not. in. <laughs> Got stuff to do, man. Bu bu buckle up. Buckle up. <laughs> no, that's that's I'm awesome. That's wow. so cool how uh, I, I always I always am curious to see how people end up coming to Christ and getting saved. And it's like you said, it's like you totally 180, which is just so cool. Because people wouldn't really know that because you guys are like, 
like we've been talking yeah, about. You're yeah, you're faithful every week and totally yeah, raising everything. your Going kids the right way, and... mission trips, all awesome stuff. So it was, it was, it was 180 completely. I mean, I used to smoke. I used to smoke pack a, a day at wow. least. Wow. And um, all all my life, I I knew I did not need to smoke. I tried to quit. Never, never any luck. And after that, I think yeah, that was it. Happened to be honest. Next morning. Wow. Are I mean, you serious? Wow. I am serious. Um, I repented. Uh, that guy, I mean, he, he called for uh, for guys, and I came to the front. I cried. I prayed yeah. what I could. I don't know if, I w- if it was a prayer or not. Oh, but man. I think the I Lord heard, man. The oh, Lord yeah. heard. That's... I was loud. It's <laughs> <laughs> all matters. It doesn't happen with me often, but I was loud. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's, I feel like that's such a cool testimony of like being able to break a habit like that because i i know people that smoke and it's like immediately it's, after like giving your life to god like you're like yeah this gotta go that's not a coincidence yeah. that's yeah. awesome yeah. yeah that's an amazing uh it was it was, it was just just like that's like a chain switch. being broke oh, you know that's it yeah our ever looked back that's yeah it. Wow, cool. Oh, that's that's awesome. Um, so yeah, big reason that we wanted to, we've been doing this podcast. I don't know if you've heard them at all, but we just like to share people in the church's stories and let people learn about people. So you probably will have some people. There's people that actually listen to this pretty <laughs> awesomely, and they'll come. They'll come ask you questions. So you'll definitely get some cool questions. But a big reason was everything going on in Ukraine now. Um, and you're <laughs> one of our people here that has experience living in Ukraine. So what has it been like, kind of watching your home country be? Like you, like you said, we've talked about Crimea having that happen. You guys seeing that, and what is it like seeing Ukraine being under attack right now? Is it just mind blowing, or is it expected, or like what's kind of what's going through your family's brains and just everything that's going on over there? Well, uh, it is a mind blowing. It's yeah. not like unexpected. I knew it's coming, um, but it, I wasn't ready for yeah how big is it going to be and the way they actually did it. It is a mind blowing, definitely, and. Uh, I mean, after they took the Crimea, I, I I knew they're gonna come for the southern part of the Ukraine. Yeah, because uh, they needed to connect, um, they needed to cut it out from the Black Sea to make country economically unsurvivable. Yeah. So they wow. need to uh, cut the uh, cut away and stuff from the ports, wow. from seas, like uh, economically. That's wild. But the way they actually doing it's it's. It's it's disaster. It's it's really bad. Yeah. Um, with your family over there, like you said, you had most of your close families gotten out, and your friends. Or do you know anybody that's still kind of like there in the whole mix of everything? Or have most people got out? No, 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 no. There is. I don't know anyone who actually left from wow. my people, whoever I know. So you guys are close to the border. That's what, we, that's what yeah, we were. We are twenty minutes away from the border, and. Um, um, I have guys in Kharkiv, that's about three hours away from us. I have guys in Kyiv, wow. capital of Ukraine, they were standing up. I don't know anyone who left. Wow. I know a couple, uh, like about a month after the war began, um, family actually started to live with the kids, trying to get away the kids, mm-hmm. but the yeah. guys or uh, even adults. You said you had a 60-year-old buddy that was like ready to go, like he was... It's yeah, left it's, and right. Yeah. I have the guy. He was, he he just showed me. Uh, my that's my mom. He uh, received the video. He was showing me where he was sleeping in a in a in a building, like in a, in a, 
in the living building, civilian, civilian building. Wow. And he's like, yeah, we're sleeping over here right now. And like 15 minutes later, the missile went through the Jeez, through the wall and uh, it was destroyed, all, all his beds, everything was destroyed. And he's like, well, while I was talking to you outside, it, that happened. I'm like, whoa. Oh my goodness. Yeah, wow. that's yeah. wild. Yeah. Um, we're talking about civilian, civilian here. Right. No yeah, that's, I feel like all. that's the most disturbing part of this. And you guys can say whatever too, is it's like, it's happening and we, especially right when everything started to happen, it was like, especially with today's generation, kids are seeing this on the internet. They're seeing videos of place. And it's just like, I don't know. I don't think there's ever been a war that's been so visible, visible. And yeah. then it's like, we can't, we can't physically go over there ourselves. Like as people, we want to help in some way. So it's definitely just been hard to see so um do you think like because like you said like you came from ukraine and like when you're like when you got out you're like you didn't want to go back unless you had to do you think a lot of people that are staying and standing it's because it's their just like their country it's that they like the direction that it was going like what's the 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 motive to stay i guess is it to fight for their country well um for me i i had the chance i got lucky maybe lucky maybe not lucky i don't i'm not sure i got I was able to see the different life, yeah, and I chose a uh, different life because I don't know that was my my decision, but if I would stay in Ukraine, they have believe me, they have a lot easier life, yeah, to be honest, um I mean, every time you buy a car, every time you buy a house, you always pay with cash, you don't buy if you don't have money. Uh, in Ukraine, so you collect a certain amount of years, and then yeah. you buy. So you're not like you're not buying and, something on credit or with a loan, and then you like work that. your yeah. day and nights just to pay that credit off. No, you don't do that over there, and it's a lot easier. I mean, you have a lot more freedom over there. Like we're talking about, you can go anywhere in the lake. It's not like private. It's yeah. always That's you cool. do whatever you want. Huh. But at the same time. Um, I mean, I love the country. I love the country. Like Ukraine is great yeah. country. It's 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 great place to be there, if you have money. At my point, when I was uh, that age, I just finished the college. I finished everything. I didn't have anything built. Yeah, I think it was the right time for me. Easier transition. Yeah. Transition. Yeah. If I would stay there and work a uh, couple years, like two, three, four years, yeah. I would make some. I would have already some and quit. I mean to you leave all that behind it's Would a lot be, more yeah. difficult that makes sense like people that are like you said like a lot of guys that you're in contact with still is like it's that's where their roots are at they've bought homes they've built families and it's you were able to transition out at a time in your life where it made sense for you to make a yeah move. that's awesome um cool uh so what i don't know if you guys know anything because like i said it's so sad like we had everything come out with ukraine and you russia and then well, something else stole the the news spotlight in our in our country and a lot of people kind of have almost pushed to the back of their minds that there's still a war going on there so do you guys know like any of the current recent stuff going on i'm sure you might know more than we know but is there any hope of it yeah what's it? Doing I, I was reading something the other opinion. day that um i don't know where it was at but like the actual like the ukrainians had pushed russia out of a city like they actually had had a strong enough defense which i was like that's so i had heard that they actually started an offensive in russia Yes. They are. are you serious? Yeah, like they're like yes. they're trying to attack the supply chain to the troops in Ukraine and they actually started bombing or I wouldn't say bombing but shooting missiles into Russia attacking wow. their supplies. Oh, crazy. Tactical, yes. Um 
the Ukrainians pushed uh, and a, and a certain kind, I mean, a cent- certain uh, cities already uh, to the border, some already farther than the border. But the, here's the thing. Um, we don't have, I mean, Ukrainians, they don't have nuclear weapon, but the Russians, they do have it. Yeah. And every time they say, once we feel we are in danger, we're going to yeah. use them. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's a, a serious game. That's, that's tough because that goes back to the Cold War. I mean, that's like, you know, bomb shelters and just everybody living in fear. Yeah. So this would be a, a kind of a very specific question. Um, and you don't have to answer if you don't feel it. But like, so back in the 90s, there was an agreement with the United States, Russia and Ukraine, where Ukraine gave up the nuclear capabilities to Russia. Do you feel like the United States is doing enough to help? Or do you think like we should be doing more because we promised we would protect you from Russia or protect Ukraine from Russia. Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, do you want an honest opinion? Yeah, 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 yeah. no, that's what we want. It's Absolutely. Tough. I came from Ukraine. I know how the country is corrupt, and I feel there is lots of corruptions everywhere. Yeah. So, us just sending money isn't necessarily the greatest thing, or well. Whatever you hear on the news, let's say it's a forty billion or any any amount going back to Ukraine, I don't think half of it yeah. is making it. Is that's, making it there. That's what's so tough. There's politics on both ends, and it's like you hear stuff like you said on the news. You hear they hear stuff over there. You send stuff. I mean, I don't know about you guys, but you know, you go through Dunkin' Donuts. They're like, "Hey, we're collecting for this," and you're like, "How much of that's yep. really even getting there?" You right. know. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They, the fact, like, yes. I know when we were collecting. Uh, with the church, I know one of the things that you guys said, like stuff will get there. Like they need stuff like money. It's one of those things yes. where it's just, yes. you know, you know, at least stuff in a shipping container will <laughs> arrive and yes. help the kids. Yeah. Diapers will help the kids like, you know, so, yeah, that that's a little bit disheartening. But I mean, that happens obviously in every country where there's waste and there's, you know, where you really wonder where it's all going. But. Yeah, I mean, especially when a government's had a little bit of issues in the past, it's even more so kind of it's concerning. Yeah. I mean, is there any like it's been going on for at least a couple months now, right? Has it been two, two and a half months, roughly? Since uh, March? Uh, no, since February. Oh, since February. February. Wow. Yeah, February how, how do you see it, in your opinion, how do you see it playing out? I mean, is this thing going to be a real long time? Are we talking years or do you think this is going to kind of come to a head pretty quick? No. Um, I mean, I'm not the ex- expert. Right. Yeah. But from my point of view, I think um, I think Russians want want to get it quick, the southern part, as quicker as possible and get over, and then uh, constantly just bombing the rest of the Ukraine, but have the uh, the southern part in control. In control. Yeah. That's what they their goal had. I mean, they had that goal. But I, as for uh, a bunch of other countries started to support Ukraine and the military is coming, Lots of good weapons are coming there. I think it's going to change. And I think they're not, Russians not getting any uh, more, not like luck, any more um, results. Yeah. Yeah. They don't get good um, good goals there. And they're actually backing up. So, yeah. Do you think they get desperate at some point? I'm telling you, uh, since I speak Russian and Ukrainian, and I constantly check in um, both because there is propaganda everywhere. Of course. of course. And you have to check uh, your enemy, um, how they think. Of course. And believe me, there is 
hundreds, if not thousands, are uh, running away. Yeah, you hear They're that. They're dropping everything and they You read uh, articles of that. I read one the other day. Uh, uh, one of the guys, he like he like one of the commanders of one of the battalions or whatever that was going in. He was like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be in a war right now. Exactly. Because really? they're they're all young guys. A lot of them are a little bit a little bit older than I. Or they're between forty and twenty. So they're like the generation. That, Ethically, like, they're just like this. Yeah, we life. haven't had a war in our generation. So like this, why are we doing this? Right. It's just like you said. That's crazy. That they're like running the other way. So yeah, it's. I wonder when all that will shake out. Of Here's like, the thing. If they run away towards the Russian side, they're going to get killed. Yeah, from their own people. From oh. their own people because they have a special uh, forces. They kill whoever's running away. If they give wow. up and go to the Ukrainian side, they will survive. Yeah. I mean, Ukrainians, they don't kill uh, people who gave up. But right, right. On, on the other a, side. Man, that's a crazy decision, you know? I mean, Isn't there yeah. a guy who um, left that's on trial now in Ukraine? There is a guy, um, there is one guy who killed civilian in... Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and he is on trial. But if you if you didn't kill the civilians, I mean, there is lots of, way too many uh, guys gave up at all the way at the beginning and they didn't kill, they, well, you can't prove it, they killed the civilians. Yeah. So they don't, they don't get on trial, you know? Yeah. All right. Well, the last question that we have on paper, and then Jeremy does a oh, yeah. he has a little fun segment he likes to do where he asks rapid fire questions. Um, before we do that, though, um, just how can as a church and as Christians, all right, how can we help during this time? I mean, we've done the a drive where we got a bunch of stuff in, which is amazing. But what are some other just practical ways that we can keep Ukraine in our minds and our hearts, but just be able to help make an impact? Well, to be honest, like uh, like Jeremy said, there is a um, you, you you don't you never know where to send your money. You never know where uh, to donate because uh, half, if not all, could be yeah. uh, could disappear. So um, that is the best way to go to the government uh, straight website. I mean, if you want to help the government, the government still helps. Yeah, the government works. The government st- still trying to survive. There is a, a military. There is a civilian um, help, but at the same time. Um, how to help? I don't know. I mean, we're we need to pray. We need to. Um, <sighs> money wise, that's the most important part. Everything else, if they have money, they can buy. It's it's. I see it's a lot more. Um, it gets complicated yeah. right now to get um, all the containers over there because in the beginning everyone wanted to help. But now um, it gets to the Poland, and from Poland needs to be shipped somehow to the uh, western part of Ukraine, and that needs to be shipped uh, more deeper in Ukraine. Yeah, and you never know who's gonna be, and on those steps. Yeah, that's the thing. And I've heard stories. Yeah, it's yeah. I know some guys. They're actually flying. And like a Broadway church, Ukrainian church I came from, they actually, they were flying on their own wow. just to bring the stuff, just to bring the stuff. To make sure it got there. Yes. Wow. Just to make sure it gets there. Exactly. Yeah. I think like you said, prayer is such a huge thing that, I mean, like a lot of people are praying there for like when everything happened, like the, you see, it sounds, it's so bad, but social media, you saw like the hashtags pray for Ukraines and stuff. And then it's like, people move on and it's like, no, there's something still going on there that. 
I don't know. In America, it's really easy to like the next big thing just takes our attention away. And it's like, no, there's still like a war going on. Like in our, in 2022, there's a war going on in our world. And we know people that literally have family and friends that are there. So it's like, why, why would we not be continually praying for that? So, um, yeah, thanks for sharing like about Ukraine and your experience there and your family. I mean, definitely awesome to have you here at Neo. Mm. Um, so this next segment, uh, no clue. We don't know what he wrote down, but um, Jeremy's got 10 questions. Yes, watch <laughs> out. speed <laughs> round. on. Yeah. It's called the hot seat. Hot seat. Got a speed round. You guys, know me. Guy? you guys know me. I come up my own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the hot seat. So I travel down my own road. Quick right. answers. These are random. These are random. Yeah, random, so quick answers. Get and then to know we'll a little more about you. The first thing that pops in your head, you just throw out there. Well, real quick, though, like now, like obviously over in Ukraine, you did all that stuff, but here you're obviously you run a roofing company. You also do real estate and all kinds of stuff so we missed anything on that are you doing more than than those two things it seems like you're always into something it seems like fiction cars fiction cars yeah. fishing. you fishing. love to fish he, he oh, just man. got a new boat oh that's right i was talking to him yesterday on the phone and he's like in the middle of it, i'm hearing all this like craziness i'm like what is going on i just kept talking he's like He's like, Veronica just caught a four pound like, catfish. Like, right? As so I was cool. talking to him, like, Yeah, we were in Toledo. <laughs> yeah, before he does this, how was that? Like, you went from, like, it's like, like we said, you had like a totally different life in Ukraine. And then it's like, you come and it's kind of humble, hard beginnings. But now you have a family, you're enjoying life. Like, how has that been just seeing God like provide for you guys? I been- am enjoying life. I am enjoying my family. Yes. Uh, uh, as for transition, I mean, it, it was not easy. It was never easy, especially like first uh, four years of my life over here. But I mean, the Victoria changed everything. <laughs> yes. Do you ever, do you ever tell your kids when I was growing up? Do you ever yeah. use that line? Like I said, I mean, sometimes I take my kids uh, to the ghetto neighborhoods just to show yeah. them. Yeah. Just to show them reality. You need to appreciate what you have. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of wild. You guys landed here. I mean, little Ukraine is like, like right next to us. I mean, that's kind of wild. Like you go through and you see the yeah. Ukraine flags everywhere. I mean, it's pretty wild. Yeah, in, yeah, in Ukrainian village. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, all, all right, right here, here we, we go. go. Um, so here we go. Ten questions, real simple, not too <laughs> tough. But um, all right. So number one, what does your family do for fun? What's my family? Yeah. What does your family do for fun besides fish? Do you guys just fish? <laughs> <And I guess. laughs> no, uh, well, um, we like uh, bike riding. Nice. We like, uh, I mean, everything. We, 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 yeah. You guys are always playing volleyball. It seems like volleyball. Yeah, I'm big into volleyball. Jet ski, boating. Yeah. There you, you know. go. Oh man! All right. They're Number, in the water. Number two. Did you play any sports growing up? Pretty much all the sports you can mention, I played everything. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. I was not a professional. Reg- no, rugby. No. Oh. <laughs> Wait, you said you were <laughs> professional. I was in the professional uh, um, in the school uh, basketball. Oh uh, yeah, I was running. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> was, yeah, that's awesome, man. I was All right, what was your uh, favorite Ukrainian food? Is because it's well, I mean, what is your favorite Ukrainian food? Pretty much everything. Everything. <laughs> everything. All right, what's your favorite U.S. food? Um, ribs, I would say. Ribs? ribs. That's yeah, a good that's choice. Did you get here and you were like, oh my goodness, there's these things called ribs. <laughs> Did they have ribs over in Ukraine? My first experience in America with pizza, it was disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's awesome. It was my uh, first I experience. I probably gave him a DiGiorno. I know. Here's no, a DiGiorno. No, Here's a frozen pizza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's sad. All right, number five. Let's see here. Do you have any singing ability? 
No. You ever play the trumpet? You ever play anything? Uh, I can play in the nerves. I used to play in the guitar, but not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. Um, when you uh, take your family to Cedar Point, do you ride roller coasters? Do you ride anything? All of them. All of them. <laughs> nice. All of them. <laughs> What's your favorite one? Do you have a favorite? Um, as long as it's not that wooden one that they, they, oh. they took it apart. Yeah, it's called yeah. the Mead Blue Streak, was it? The Blue Streak. Was the blue streak. That was Ryan's favorite streak ride there. there. No, dude, every time you go in, you get like with the Blue Streak. Ball. I think yep. it's still around though. Or Mead no, no, Streak. Or Mead Streak. Mead Streak. That mean was streak. Yeah, 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 I don't know, whatever it was. They call it like Steel yeah. Vengeance now or something like that. Yeah, you get like the flipping like. Yeah. Oh, a flash. Uh, do you have a uh, favorite type of music? Is there some music that you just are you like are you into rap or anything? Like that? <laughs> <laughs> I used to like uh, used to like pop, uh, but we go. now it's a little bit more relaxed and just anything in the background, quiet. Yeah, but yeah. not loud. Not loud. Christian is the best. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> worship awesome. man. I yep, love it. Yep, yep. Um, let's see here. Uh, what was the weirdest thing about the U.S. when you showed up? That was just like it struck you like, man, why do these people do that? Like. Is there anything that pops out? Just about everything. Everything? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's about everything. Do we do anything strange? <laughs> do we do anything weird that we don't know about? But he liked it because he wanted to stay. He so. did want to stay. <laughs> Here's the question. Do we have an accent? Do we have accents? Uh, no. We, uh, well, I think you guys have a, not like you, but I mean, I think America has an accent like all over the different states. It's yeah. Like yes. New Jersey. Very unique accents. The... Texas. Yeah, right. Howdy, y'all. Some South. guys I still don't understand. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hi, y'all. The yeah. rednecks. <laughs> all right. Which kid is your funniest kid? Oh, man. Um, all of them. They're all funny. All of them fun. Yeah, oh, you're not going to name one that's funny? <laughs> 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 Trying to get some favoritism. The boy is different, but girls are <laughs> <right>. <laughs> It's a blessing, too. <laughs> Does Nikita ever do anything crazy, like jump out of a tree and... Oh. He's like, you oh, You have boy. to watch for him, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, uh, he's getting ready to move up to... So to switch, so I'm excited to have all have there. all of Nikita's energy in there. Oh so. man, you're about ready to experience. Nikita. <laughs> we're getting Nikita, Andrew, and the whole the whole group of firecrackers. All right, we were on a mission <laughs> trip. Uh, we were on a mission trip, and um, were you upset that I said that you sound like Groove from Despicable Me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, hey guys, he sounds like Groove. <laughs> like, awesome. Someone started calling you Groove. Figures Jeremy would say that. <laughs> oh man, he yeah, he started laughing though. He's like, Groove. All right, Jeremy, <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> watches cool. Despicable Me. That's no, what that I got. Was, yeah. That was fun. I got to spend a week with. Uh, no, I think yeah. I'm a group, right? Yeah, <laughs> now he's like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, how no. was the mission trip before we wrap it up? It was awesome. It yeah, was great. Yes. It's, I think it's everyone needs to um, do that once in a while. It puts you back in the, in the seat. Yeah. It, it, it is a great feeling. It's, I mean, once you see how people live, once you have everything to compare, and at the same time you can be there and help them and do your best, it's it changes you. It changes yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, Andre was idea. awesome to have on the mission trip because uh, he's a construction guy. And anytime you go to do construction stuff, it's like you need certain guys. Just know what they're doing. So to be able to just go, Andre, is there any way you can pull this off? He's like, yep, yep, let's yeah. go do it. You know, <laughs> See, I, I like, would have been there. I, I, I could have served water. <laughs> yeah, Ryan would have been the water boy. He'd have been, I, can, uh, I can set up the tech. <laughs> <laughs> I can uh, put a speaker. I have my gun. Oh, that's <laughs> no, I got my gun. <laughs> no, cool. Thank you so much for coming hey, on. Thanks We're for like, hanging with us. Yeah, yeah we're on a good time. Thank you for having me. You have yeah. an awesome family. We appreciate it. We love you guys. And just uh, we're glad that God brought you over to us. And Yeah. So yeah, if you ever see Andre, uh, his little picture will be the will be the thumbnail of the podcast. Make sure you say hey, <laughs> meet his family. Andrew. They're awesome people, and yeah, they're here like all the time. Can't call him Gru though. Can't call him Gru. All right, see you later, podcast see people.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Vision Carriers Podcast. If you'd like more information on the show or our church, go check out our website, neochurch.org. There's a lot of information there to help you out and better understand who we are. Also, make sure if you enjoyed the episode to follow us so you know when our next episode comes out. We will be back in two weeks with another episode. We hope to see you soon. Bye.